This morning, uh, I would like to title my sermon as Expect the Unexpected. Expect the Unexpected. During the last weekend, Nova Scotia witnessed a horrific mass shooting that took place in a small township called Portapik. An active gunman was found in the scene for more than 12 hours wearing a police uniform and driving a police car bringing down 22 innocent lives and bodies were found both inside and outside of the houses. Among the victims were healthcare workers, correctional officers, a teacher, a police officer, a military veteran, young couples, new parents, and retirees, including a pregnant woman and a 17-year-old girl. This incident spread shockwaves everywhere as such incidents are rare in the quiet townships of Nova Scotia. The province has been handling pandemic situation where such incident suddenly added more burden on, or more load or stress over the government as well as on the legal systems. Year 2019 was one of the worst years in terms of mass shooting in the United States of America. There were 417 mass shootings reported in the year 2019. In the US alone, every year, on an average, there are 33,000 people die due to gun violence. 33,000 people die due to gun violence. This includes suicides, homicides, and unintentional shootings, as well as you know, the law enforcement killings. So many people die every year. In 2016 alone, in the year 2016 alone, more than 250,000 people died in worldwide as a result of firearms. 250,000 people died across the globe in one year as a result of firearms. And as we know, as of now, nearly 200,000 people died and their lives are just taken out of the world. In this year, current year 2020, we are in the fourth month of this year due to the recent COVID virus, coronavirus, the COVID-19. COVID there is no doubt that we are living in a hurting world. We are living in a broken world. In fact, we are living in a fallen world. I don't know about us, but the world is suddenly hurting for those families who lost their dear ones during the last week's shooting. And they continue to lose their dear ones due to COVID-19. The world is suddenly hurting for many people across the globe. This world is full of hurts, wounds and pain, scars made by violence that will never go during the entire lifetime. I was listening to Clinton Ellison, who lost his brother Corey Ellison in last week's shooting and found his body on the side of the road in blood and he himself ran to escape for his own life 
from the gunman and he says, this is what he says, I will be traumatized for the rest of my life. I will be traumatized for the rest of my life. This morning I have many questions. I, I came here with many questions actually and I believe even you are still having many questions. Is this a life this world could offer to innocent victims like those who die every day? Is this the life that world could offer? This is, is this the best that world could offer to anyone? Why such lives have been removed from the face of this earth prematurely? Why lives are just plucked out as if we pluck a flower from the garden? Why lives are just plucked out in this way? You know, there are many such questions in our minds. And this morning, you know, I was trying to find an answer. And I know this is the cry of our heart. We want to know what is happening in the face of this earth. This morning, you know, one thing we can understand is this is what is the world could offer to me and you. And this is the best that the world could offer to you and me. And there is a limit, you know, up to which the world could offer anything to us. And this is what looks like what one could ex expect from this world. Do we need to really expect the unexpected? That is the question. Now many times we end up in disappointment. Many times we don't get, we don't get what we deserve. Our hearts ache really when we see such sufferings across the globe. We don't have strength to continue at times we feel so powerless. We don't have a reason to continue at times, that's what we think, we don't have a reason to continue. We lose our focus, we lose our direction, we lose our motivation. You know, with very great effort, with very hard effort, we just try to bring some motivation within us and when we keep hearing such things, even that motivation is lost. We don't really know in what direction we have been taken, even today. And we know that there is a God and He cares for us. He loves us so much, but the unanswered question is why people suffer? Then why people suffer? You know, I, I think, you know, when we ask all these questions, you know, we cannot keep on asking these questions endlessly. We need to stop at some time and, you know, try to come to a realization that there may be something wrong in our thinking. There may be something wrong in the way we understand things. Maybe, you know, it's a time that we need to set our expectations right. You know, I believe that's the reason I'm here this morning, to help you to set your expectations right. You know, many times we look at the appearance of this world and we get deceived. Many times we look at, you know, you know such a beautiful things that's happening to this earth. Just forget the nature, you know, forget the, forget the nature of this and think about the things that are happening in this world. The tall buildings and whatever man-made, you know, the beauties of this world. And many times we look at the appearance of this world and we assume that world could offer the best to us. Many times, you know, we really get deceived. We assume that everything will go smoother. But there is something wrong in our understanding, I believe. I want you to, you know, bring your attention to the word of God. You know, we can just go on and on. But there is no point in talking endlessly without coming back to the word of God. Remember, the whole world is under the control or influence of the devil. We know that God is in control, God is, in, God is almighty, 
But the world is today under the control of the devil. Let's read a couple of scriptures. 1 John chapter 5 verse 19 says, We know that we are of God. In fact, you can read that with me. We know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. The whole world lies under the sway of the wicked. He is in control. Looks like when the, way is the, when the word sway is used, it looks like he can turn the direction. He can turn the course of this world. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 says, He is the prince of the power of the air. That means he is just everywhere. He is everywhere. Prince of the power of the air, the spirit who know, now works in the sons of disobedience. You know, that, that tells me that you know, if everyone obeys the word of God, if there is nobody that disobeys, obey, disobeys the word of God, devil really cannot do anything on the face of this earth. But he takes control, he takes possession because there are sons of disobedience. There are people they don't obey the word of God. And he takes possession, he takes control over the face of this earth. So this morning there are two questions I have that we need to ask, all of us need to ask. There are two questions. Number one, what can we expect from this world? Number two, what do we do for the rest of the life? You know, we, I need an answer for this, certainly. I need to know what can I expect and I need to know what do I do? How do I, you know, conduct my rest of my life? So there are two questions. So we are trying to answer these two questions. What can we expect from the world? No, all that we can do is this morning we can turn to the book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes is classified as a wisdom literature. That's the reason, you know, those wisdom literature is placed along with the Psalms and Proverbs and Songs of Solomon and even Job. We believe Ecclesiastes is written by the King Solomon. He really brings out the evil nature of this world. There are five different evils he could find under the face, on the face of this earth, under the sun. There are five different evils. And I believe, you know, looking into those five different evils will give an answer or it will help us to know what to expect in the coming days. Understanding them will really help us to know the kind of world that we are living in today. It will also help us to know what we can expect going forward. And certainly it will help us to appreciate the plan of God that he has for you and me. So there are a couple of objectives of doing this this morning. So we are trying to find out what can we expect from this world with the help of the book of Ecclesiastes. And I believe number one of the five things that, you know, five evils that we find on the face of this earth. Number one, the tear of the oppressed. The tear of the oppressed. I'm reading from Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verses 1 to 3. Then I returned and considered all the oppression that is done under, this, under the sun. And look, the tears of the oppressed, but they have no comforter. On the side of their oppressors, there is power. But these poor ones, they don't have a comforter. Therefore, I praised the dead who were already dead more than the living who are still alive. Yet better than both is he who has never existed, who has not seen the evil work that is done under the sun. 
You know, the author of the book of Ecclesiastes, he's saying that the tear of the oppressed is so heavy on the face of this earth. And he's saying that, you know, it's better for those who died already. It is better for those who never existed. You know, sometimes even we used to say that. And I was just I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about my parents. In a way, it's good that they have gone from the face of this earth because they don't want to see. They, don't, they are not seeing these days. They, are, they don't need to you know, get worried about coronavirus. It's good that they have gone. You know, we used to think about it. And we also used to think about, you know, there are times, you know, even we say that, you know, it's good for those babies, they are still not born yet. So they are still not conceived, I'm sorry. Still they are not conceived yet. It is good for those babies, you know, they are still not conceived yet. You know, this morning, you know, as we read the book of Ecclesiastes, we are trying to understand, we are trying to find out what kind of evil that we are facing on the face of this earth. One of the major evil, even today, is known as social injustice. Can you say that with me? Social injustice. One of the major evil that is found across the globe. Social inequality are violating human rights are practiced everywhere on the face of this earth. We are talking about the evil world. We are talking, trying to understand what can we expect from the face of this earth. Discrimination based on race, leading to slavery. There are many people who are oppressed across the globe in slavery even today. Gender-based discrimination leading to low wages. Sexual orientation leading to oppression of the LGBTQ community. Now, ageism, that is resulting in, in, you know, in, a, in a deadly danger across the globe. When we become aged, the work opportunities are denied. Old parents are as seen as a burden for the families. Even in many countries, old parents are even ill-treated. You know, when we go to the hospitals, there are treatments are denied for old people. You know, even, even some of the hospitals, even they say that, you know, some of the families even say that anyway, he's not going to last, you know, he's not going to stay forever. He's not going to, you know, uh, make it for a couple of more years. Why, do, why should we spend so much on health care? You know, as we age, we lose our importance. We're talking about the tear of the oppressed. There is so much of cry that is happening across the globe. Poverty and economic injustice, you know, lack of resources, poor health care. You know that minority of the population, they consume 80% of the resources that is available on the face of this earth. Only 20% of the resources are left to the rest of the 5 billion people. 80% of the resources are consumed by, you know, very, very, very small portion, proportion of people, but only 20% of the resources left out for the remaining 5 billion people across the globe. Child labor, child abuse, you know, we can go on and on. The cry of the oppressed is raised on the face of this earth. This world is so evil. This world is so evil. You know, every night, millions go to bed in tears. Many of the tear ducts really dried up as they don't even have their lacrimal gland, I guess. It's not, even sec- you know, uh, it's not even secreting tears anymore because they spend day in and day out in tears. The cry of the oppressed. The cry of the oppressed. 
And as he went further, you know, he's finding there is so much of evil happening on the face of this earth. And number two, he's talking about wealth that is stored up, leading to poverty. Wealth is stored up, leading to poverty. Let's read Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 13 and 14, 13, 14, 15. There is a severe evil which I have seen under the sun. Riches kept for their owners. Sorry, riches kept for their owner to his hurt. But those riches perish through misfortune. When he begets a son, there is nothing in his hand. Verse 15, as he came from his mother's womb, naked shall he return to go as he came. And he shall take nothing from his labor, which he may carry away in his hand. Riches kept for their owners to his hurt. That simply means, you know, people store riches today and eventually that riches bring pain and sorrow to their own life. And you know, those riches perish through misfortune in their lives. So he, this is another evil that the man of God saw on the face of this earth. The world is so evil that he, he doesn't even allow us to enjoy the blessings of the work of our hand. The world is so evil that it doesn't even allow us to enjoy the blessings of our own work. We see people losing their wealth in many ways. I want you to listen to me. You know, this is so real. I believe it is affecting our lives too. Wealth is taken away by force illegally. There are many parts of the globe, you know, whoever is having power, you know, they oppress the poor ones. And they take their position, they take their wealth illegally by force. People even get cheated and lose all that they have earned in their lifetime. People get cheated easily. They pay money here and money there and eventually they lose all the money that they have. How many false promises made? We've been asked to give money, we have been asked to pay money, but then how many times you know, those promises were so false? Up front they say certain amount, but that's not the amount. You end up in spending and spending once you put your leg in there. Loss of businesses. You know, sometimes even people borrow money by pledging the property and eventually they, you lose everything. Interest over interest, multiple compound interest, and eventually they lose everything. We are talking about a world that we are living in today. The experience that you and I go through on the face of this earth. Spending the entire world to handle their health conditions during the rest of their lives. And eventually some of them, they need to declare bankruptcy and you know, they continue to live in poverty. This world is so evil. It really doesn't allow us to enjoy the work of our hands. I want you to think about how, many mon- how much money you lost during the last years, last couple of years. Why should we lose those money unnecessarily? It is the work, it is the, it is, it is, we, are, we got this, we know, with a bit of heavy labor. We are talking about the real world that we are living in today. Wealth stored up, leading to poverty. Thirdly, you could find, and he says that unable to, people, those who are storing up wealth, they are not able to enjoy the wealth. It's not that somebody else is taking their money. But they have everything, but they are not able to enjoy. Let's read Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. There is an evil, Ecclesiastes 6, 1 and 2. There is an evil which I have seen under the sun. This is another evil. There, is some, there are so many evils. 
And it is common among men, a man to whom God has given riches and wealth and honor, so that he lacks nothing for himself of all he desires. Yet God does not give him power to eat of it, but a foreigner consumes it. This is vanity, and it is an evil affliction. Here Solomon says, someone is having all the wealth, someone is having all the ability, all the honor, he lacks nothing, but he has no power to eat from what he has. You know, this is another evil. There are many people across the globe, they are affected. This is another common evil we find among men. The inability even to eat due to health conditions. You know, some of us, you know, many of us, most of us, you know, at times we say that, I don't want this, I don't want this, I can't eat this food, I can't handle this food. We work day and night to earn, to gain, gain money. But there are a lot of things that we cannot eat, we cannot handle. You know, this is what the world could offer to you and me. You know, sometimes they store up treasures for them, wealth for them, but in their old age, those who are caring for them, they take away everything. They take away everything. They give the very minimum to them. Minimum that is needed for their survival. And they take away the rest of the wealth. They transfer the wealth to their homes. There is no one there is to maintain their properties. You know, some of them they store wealth and buy properties one over the other, many properties, and there is nobody to store, you know, really care for their properties. But the strangers, they really get the benefit out of it. Someone has everything. Think about this situation, but he is so stingy. He doesn't spend anything when he is alive, when he is doing good. He tries to save everything. And when eventually his health goes down and all that he stored goes to someone else. And the wise man here, he says, you know, this is another evil that he could find on the face of this earth. You know, I know many people who had everything and all that they did, they work hard and save. Every time they work hard and save. But in the later stage of their life, their children died, or they went away from them, or their health condition declined. And they never enjoyed the, their hard work. They never enjoyed the result of their hard work. Without even enjoying, they, they left the face of this earth. What kind of world that we are living in? Is it the best that world could offer to you and me? Unable to enjoy the wealth that is a result of our heavy labor. Number four, same destiny overtakes all. You know, this morning I'm not trying to discourage you, but I want you to understand, I want all of us to understand, this is the kind of world that we are living in today. God is in control. God has a plan for his children. But in the midst of all, never forget the fact that we are still, we are still footing on, on the face of this earth. Our legs are still, you know, you know placed on the face of this earth. We are not angels, we are just human beings, like anyone else. Same destiny overtakes all. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verses 1 to 4. Let's read 2 to 4. 
all share a common destiny. I'm reading from NIV. All share a common destiny. What that means, what happens to the righteous, happens to the wicked. What events that take place in the life of a godly man, the same events that take place in the life of an ungodly man, all share a common destiny. The righteous and the wicked, the good and the bad, the clean and the unclean, those who offer sacrifices and those who do not. As it is written, uh, sorry, as it is with the God, with the good, so with the sinful, as it is with those who take oaths, so with those who are afraid to take them. Verse 3, this is the evil in everything that happens under the sun. The same destiny overtakes all. The hearts of people, moreover, are full of evil, and there is madness in their hearts while they live. And afterward, they join the dead. Verse 4, anyone who is among the living has hope. Talks about the good one, godly child. Anyone who is among the living has hope. Even a live dog is better than a dead lion. Even a live dog, that you know, he refers to the man who is good doing good, man who is godly. Even though he is weak, even though he is fragile, he is good. He is better than the dead lion. Same destiny overtakes all. What happens to them? It happens to us. When disaster comes, it doesn't spare the righteous. Now you may have questions. Where is the protection of God? Yes, God is still protecting. But we are still living on the face of this earth. At times we are taken over by the evil on the face of this earth. When a plane is brought down, there are five, five people, you know, those who are godly. They serve the Lord. They follow the Lord. Along with others, even they die. When disaster comes, it takes. It doesn't really spare the righteous. When COVID-19 attacks, it doesn't spare any righteous. It attacks everybody in the same way. But then you can have a question, where is God then? I'll come to that in a moment. Jesus said, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, we're talking about the evil that we are seeing today on the face of this earth. This is evil. This is not God made. This is by the devil. Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, for he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the, on the unjust. We're talking about God. Jesus is saying this. God makes his sun rises. You know, God's blessing comes over everyone in the same fashion. You know, there are many times we have questions, you know, I've been following the Lord, but I'm not blessed like somebody else who, is ne who never goes to church, who never follows the Lord. This is the answer, Matthew 5.45. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Now, when we live on the face of this earth, good and bad happens to all in the same way listen to me carefully you know this is a teaching this is a you know, proper teaching from the word of god when we are living on the face of this earth good and bad happens to all in the same way bad things even happen to god's children god's people but that doesn't mean that God is not caring for his own. That doesn't mean that God is not loving his own. Listen to me. I want to give one scripture. There are many scriptures. I want to give one, one, one scripture here. Isaiah 43 two. 
I don't know whether we read this scripture that this close ever. Let's read it together. When you pass through the waters, the highlighted section says that you will pass through the water. When you pass through the waters, that's taken, it's guaranteed, it's taken granted that you will pass through the water. That's what scripture says. That's what God says. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. God is telling us to his own. God is not telling the second part to somebody else. God is telling that to his own. I will be with you. And when you walk through the rivers, when you go through the rivers, it's certain that you will go through the river because you are living on the face of this earth. They shall not overflow you. You have protection of the Lord. You have the covering of the Holy Spirit over you. You have the blood of the Lamb applied over you. You don't need to suffer. You don't need to go through. You know, you don't need to through the extent what somebody else is going through who doesn't have God. They shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, it looks like you will also walk through the fire. I will walk through the fire at some point of time in our lives. All of us do that. You shall not be burned. Even you walk through the fire, you will come out as if you know nothing happened to you. You know, that's the blessing of a child of God. Nor shall the flame scorch you. I believe that helps here a little bit. God gives us strength to go through what you have been going through, what going through and what I have been going through. God turns evil into good. He's such a God. He will always look for opportunity. When his child is affected by something bad, he will just look for an opportunity. How can he turn that bad into good? He's such a God. And you know what? When we go through, when we pass through the water, when we pass through the river, when we walk through the fire, he teaches us something better. He teaches us, he helps us to learn something that is good. Because he is preparing us for the eternity. We will never forget that fact. Whatever we go through on the face of this earth, God is not just doing that for us to be here permanently forever and ever. If that happens, those who are born again, they will never die on the face of this earth. But that's not true. God always prepares us for the eternity. But it is sad to see the good perishing along the bad. And that is an evil on the face of this earth. You know, this earth is not capable of preserving the good. This earth is not at all capable of preserving the good. You may be asking, Lord, why am I going through this in my life? Why this is happening to me? We all have questions. There are two answers I can give you. Why am I going through all this in my life? Why this is happening to me? The answer is not that God is not loving. Not that God is not caring for you. God is still loving. God is still caring for you. But remember, you are living in an evil world. Remember that you are living in a fallen world. You are suffering is because, not of your problem, because of the fallen nature of the world. The suffering that we go through, it's not God's problem. It's not your problem. Certainly, it's a problem of our forefathers. We are living in a fallen world, which, is, which has fallen nature. Number five, let's move further quickly. The fifth evil that he could find is you don't really get what you deserve. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verses 5 to 7, reading from NIV again. There is an evil I have seen under the sun. The sort of error that arises from a ruler. Verse 6, fools are put in many high positions. 
I'm not talking about anybody. I'm talking the scripture. Scripture. Fools are put in many high positions when the rich occupy the low ones. Verse 7. I have seen slaves on horseback while princes go on foot like slaves. You know, the world is working upside down today. We don't deserve. We don't, we don't get what we really deserve. But somebody else is brought up above us. You know, you may be experiencing the same situation in your workplace. You may be experiencing that in, in your government, in your office, and you know, everywhere you'll experience in the same situation. You know, that's the reason, uh, you know, Solomon says, this is yet another evil on the face of this earth. We, we need to live with it because we are living in a fallen world. The world is so evil that not everyone gets equal opportunity to come up in their lives. There are people, those who are suppressed. You know, they are really pushed to the ground. Even though it doesn't matter how much talent they have, even though they deserve many things, they are not given that opportunity come to come up in their lives. Some are privileged, some others are not privileged, they are underprivileged. Favoritism is being practiced everywhere. Favoritism based on family status, based on language, caste, and race, and even favoritism based on skin color. They are very common on the face of this year. We are talking about, you know, we really don't get what we deserve. This is another evil, the fifth evil Solomon is talking about. Partial treatment and partialities, they are all practiced everywhere. Those who are wealthy and those who have influence, they, re they really come up in their career, in their life. But those who are talented, those who are really eligible, they suffer. This is a great evil that we find today. We see this everywhere. We see this in the movie industry. We see this in politics. We see even see this in the church ministry. Now today they are able to do it because their, their father was somebody. Their father was an, another actor or a director. Their father was another politician. Their father was another minister of God. There are many more of those who are talented. They don't get this privilege. This is another evil that we are finding in the face of this earth, on the face of this earth. The world that we are living in is not capable to offer anything better than what it is already offering. As long as the life, there is life on the face of this earth, no matter what the government tries to do, world will continue to offer what it is capable of offering this morning we talked about five evils the tear of the oppressed the wealth stored up leading to poverty unable to enjoy the wealth same destiny overtakes everyone and we don't get really what we deserve so we as children of god need to learn what to expect from the face of this earth we need to expect the unexpected at any moment on the face of this earth as we know what is seen is temporary. What is not seen is eternal. That's what the word of God says. You know, I believe God is preparing our minds to, to, to not to lose our focus on the face of this earth. But we need to you know, walk through the face of this earth. But at the same time, we need to keep our eyes focused on the eternity. The first question that we asked right now. Now, this is the second question. And we will be done in a few minutes. What do we do for the rest of our life? There are two things we can do. Number one, don't expect the world to offer anything better. Limit your expectation from the face of this earth. That simply means anything can happen to anybody at any time. 
That doesn't mean that God is not caring. That doesn't mean that God is not protecting. God is. But God never promised anything better on this earth. If you reach, if you research, if you study the word of God, God never promised anything better on the face of this earth. Jesus said, listen to me, Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulation. In this world you will have tribulation. And that tribulation is not going to be there, the other world that we have not seen yet. Paul is strengthening the early church believers saying, this is what Paul is saying, we must go through, we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. He went around to the churches and he visited the churches and strengthened them saying that we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. The world cannot offer anything better, don't expect anything better from the face of this earth. Jesus said, I believe that's the reason Jesus has stored up your treasures in heaven by giving it to God by giving to God you know by being disciplined in our tithes and in our offerings by supporting the poor people feeding the hungry caring for the orphan and widows we show we store treasure up in heaven so there are two things we can do going forward number one we should not expect anything from this world we should not expect anything better from this world number two do good to others as long as we are here don't expect the world to offer anything better and do good to others as long as we are here on the face of this earth we'll read two scriptures and then we are done we need to learn to do good right? that's what scripture says we need to learn to do good you know what doing good is not in our blood by nature doing good is not we are not born and brought up in that fashion but that's the reason Bible says God is saying in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 17 learn to do good can you say that with me learn to do good we need to learn because somebody has to tell you somebody has to teach you the word of God has to teach you that you need to do this you need to do this you need to support the orphan we need to give it to God that's the reason multiple times you know we say that often we need to learn by listening by reading by hearing we need to learn to do good seek justice there is so much of injustice happening we need to seek justice rebuke the oppressor there are times that even we need to stand against if something is not going well we cannot shake our heads and go always there are times that we need to raise concerns there are times we need to rebuke we need to raise questions rebuke the oppressor defend the fatherless plead for the widow we need to learn to do good to good all this to do all these things and you know what god says this is what i expect from you this is what the Lord requires of you. Let's go to Micah chapter 6 verse 8. Micah chapter 6 verse 8 says, He has shown you, O oh man, what is good. And what does the Lord, you know, I really like the second portion of the scripture. And what does the Lord require of you? Nothing great, nothing big, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. The beginning of the worship, God was speaking to us, you know, we need to humble us. God expects a humble life that gives honor to God, that gives glory to God. And you know, God, we need to walk with the love, heart filled with the love. We need to love mercy. And we need to do justly and walk humbly with your God. That's what is the expectation of God in, in, in our life. You know, we talked about two different things. What can we expect from the face of this earth? And then we know the world is full of evil. 
And we can't even expect anything that good that can happen. But that doesn't mean that we are not having good times ahead of us. We are having good times, of ahead, good times ahead of us. But through it all, remember, God is always preparing us for the eternity. Not really sit here forever and enjoy. No, not at all. There are good times. There are bad times. Thank God for everything. And let's move forward in the journey that God has given us. This world is not our home. We are just passing through. Our treasures are laid up in heaven. Many times in our lives, we won't, fall, we won't really feel at home in this place anymore, in this world anymore. Because we don't belong to this evil world. We belong to the eternal heaven. Amen. Shall we close our eyes?